0: Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day.
1: Matt, we love you up there. He's Dude, he's building fences like a foot of snow. He's chipping through ice and driving posts, dude. I'm like, man. Did he really? Yes. I seen him just the other day. I think it was last week. Uh if this is mark olson yeah he's a tiktok dude (laughs) and i try i there's so many platforms and um alan our new hire dan he's doing a lot of social media stuff for us got new pages across the board the same name across the board and he's crushing it um we're doing like some paid ads for staining to get in that market that we don't work in so uh i'm excited we've been we've been killing it with the stain bro what uh are you pushing that are you advertising for it how are you getting jobs
2: um, the secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if, all right. if You know what I'm known for, right? Postmasters and the Mandeville Gates or something like that. Arch. <laughs> right?
2: No, nah, automations, man. And
1: automations. Oh, well, of course. That's just a given, dude. That's a given. Yeah.
2: You get your stuff together, man. And automations will make you money. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to be talking about that. Uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, I'll be on Joe evers's show. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking um, automations and how I utilize them and so forth. And um, how I was able to catch up from missing a bunch of phone calls and leads from Fence Tech. Mm-hmm. You know, we wiped out about 300 or so leads in about three days. Dang! Imagine contacting 300 people, right?
1: Yo, I can imagine it, Dan, because we do it. (laughs) You know, so, yeah, but I don't have an assistant. Think
2: about that. I I mean, I have one, but she ain't worth a shit, so I got to get a new one
1: uh geo river students got into uh, master helco in tampa hopefully selling some pre-stained pickets do, soon man if uh, if you haven't checked out expert sane seal um dan and i both use it we love the product um i swear by it, i like it all this most of the the, the bigger brains are great that's just something that we choose um but yeah um sparta fence House simply automation working dan you want to hit on that one
2: uh, they're working great, man. They're working phenomenal. I see, uh, Mark Olson's got a 100 on it. Yep. Um, I, I mean, literally, we contacted like 300 people in, you know, three days and didn't even make a single phone call. Yeah. And just sit back and wait for them to respond. And those were kind of older. So I, I, I just flipped them into a, uh, a voicemail appointment, people going, I, I, did, I didn't get a missed call from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, you know how you know, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> And really we didn't, we didn't call a single one of them.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it worked, it worked out really well. Speak we out. Oh, go ahead. Uh, the fence God, uh, he said, most leads are BS, which that's why you use your, your automations, your software, you know what I'm saying? Your CRMs. It's kind of filtered mm-hmm. through that. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we use them to uh, to weed them out, get rid of the tire kickers.
1: Mm-hmm. Tire kickers will, you know? will kill you. Absolutely will. I've done more bids over the phone, Dan, this year. Um, one thing I took from Matt from JC Fence when I was up in Boston, dude. We rolled around in his truck, and um, like after like afternoon, after all the festivities were done, and we would do bids. And he's like, "Man, if a bid." if we get a call for a fence, like in 12 hours, that's his, his closing time. Like, um, after that heads are rolling. And I really took that to heart and dude, it, it works. You get, you get someone to give you a call, you get them a price, you get them to sign, you lock them in. I like that a lot.
2: Well, yeah, we do that with, uh, our site. Yeah. So, so right there, mm-hmm. um, I was looking at it. I just got off the phone with Ryan, the uh, consultant. <clears throat> and, um, we were looking at, uh, I know I'm turning my head to you, but I'm looking at my computer. We were looking at my uh, spreadsheet for our jobs sold this month. Mm-hmm. And it's unreal how many I sold sitting behind my desk. And I I was gone the whole first week of March. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I was at Fence Tech. Yeah. So um, we literally were just looking at that. And uh, I'm going to pull it up right here just to give you an idea how easy it is to sell sitting in a chair so we had a slow month and that's because we were gone the week of of uh fence tech mm-hmm. and i i just i don't have the infrastructure for things to keep rolling with dylan and i aren't there yeah and then i got back from fence tech and worked monday and tuesday and got i, I think i had covid i was dog i mean dog sick bro yeah blaring headache oh my god i couldn't do anything but uh, another three days so literally i lost two weeks right and uh we did uh 38 jobs is what we've gotten so far this month which is low and 13, 14 of those 38 i sold yeah didn't even leave my desk
1: yeah and I've I've heard you talk on the phone to customers before when we were talking like, hey, let me hit this phone call. So you're a salesman, Dan. I like it. I like it a lot. You're a salesman, dude. Um, um, that's one thing that a lot of people have to learn. I think that's trial and error and stuff like that. Um, but so as far as spring, would you say it's a typical spring, a little slower, or, or how would you rate this year so far? Um,
2: so far this year is great, man. Mm-hmm. Um we had a record we had a record month uh, in January, it was our third largest month ever in fence King history. Dang, dude. is that crazy, man? Um, um, and then, uh, we are going to pull this over here so I can see it. We, uh, we did better. Yeah. I'm looking at my percentages. So, you know, when I start comparing, I'm in a little different situation than than most people. Um, um, 2020 COVID hit. Everybody dealt with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. 2021, everybody's still dealing with COVID. Mm-hmm. So now in 2023, people are comparing their numbers to 2022. Mm-hmm. I can't do that because I had a hurricane. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So. It's like, man, I got to go all the way back and compare to 2019 to get to normalcy to really compare my numbers. And when I look at my numbers, man, you know, January, I was up 331 percent from 2019. Um, February, I was up 761 percent. You know, March, I was up <clears> 219 percent. So I really need to go by those numbers. And I'm still up from 2022's numbers, which were hurricane numbers. So imagine that. Yeah. That's
1: uh, that's pretty crazy, man. You know, that's uh, why it's so important. And I learned this. Um, I, I know it's important to track data and track everything, but going to the Mr. Friends Academy, um, which this podcast is brought to you by Sean King, Mr. Friends Academy, uh, quick plug, but man, he tracks everything and he tracks it every single year. Everything, dude, like everything, dude, I have a spread. I have a cheat sheet for my mom. Cause she tracks everything. Man, it is a full page, and it's not hard. It may be a little intimidating. Yeah, like, uh, how am I going to track all this? But it's not hard. Some of it's just tallies, and then some of it's dollars. Amount. It's not hard. Um, but, man, I'm excited to start growing that spreadsheet. You know, month to, right now we're going month to month, or week to week, I'm sorry, then the month to month, and then the year to year. I'm really excited about that. How important is that, in your opinion, to track everything?
2: Oh, it's, it's everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If you go to, uh, to, to my fence life, uh, podcast and listen to, I think it was call number 13. I called, uh, Nathan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a
1: good one,
2: man. That's like one of my top 10 shows. Yeah. You know, maybe even my top five shows, but yeah, it, um, I, I didn't, I didn't realize I had some issues, man. Yeah. You know? And it was because, excuse me, it was because I was tracking my numbers, mm-hmm. and I was able to look at things and go, "Holy crap!" And now I'm looking at them even stronger and harder and more detailed.
1: That uh, I had a podcast with Matt from JC Fence a while ago, man. Maybe well the first or second time he was on, and he, dude, he has a black book on his desk. He says, "Dude, it's this thick." And it's for years and years and years and years. And he knows, like, every month, like, I think it was, like, August, third week, it always slows down for this reason. He's like, so he doesn't get scared and, like, for, and you hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. I put a poll last week on, like, how's your spring? Is it busy or is it slow? But yada, yada, yada. Uh, and um, I think if you track that more, and I know we've, like you said, the last couple of years have just been chaotic. So if you had more information from years prior, then you can you can be a little bit more relaxed about it. Because some guys are, like, super scared, um, which we can, we can talk about that later. But um, I think guys are probably, okay, in your opinion, you think guys are, over getting overworked up about that right now? Or do you think a slowdown is coming a a touch? So,
2: um, I'm not one of these people, you know, uh, you know, if you think one way, it's going to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't ignore it. Right. So I was having this conversation, uh, uh, yesterday. I've been having a lot, so I don't remember when, but anyway, If you're looking at, um, if you're listening to the news and the media is talking recession, Mm -hmm. whether you think you're in a recession or not, you're hearing it. So then you start thinking about it and then subconsciously you start making adjustments. Then you don't even realize what you're doing. Okay. Um, I had a I had my Monday morning meeting with my guys. Uh, shout out to uh, Matt Warner and his Monday morning meetings, man. Uh, I've been doing that for I can't even tell you how long now. And uh, I told my guys, I said, look, the phone calls we're getting, these people are getting pickier mm-hmm. because that dollar is worth more to them. It may not be worth it. I might be. Able, I don't know what the dollar exchange is right now. Maybe uh maybe Mark Olson can help us with that. He's out flying around the, the entire world, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, let's, let's just use an example. Let's say a dollar and a peso or the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, a dollar is not worth a peso right now, but these people are acting like that dollar is worth 10 pesos. Mm-hmm. So they're inspecting the jobs more. They're paying more attention. And I mean, it's, it's, I can see the difference. Yeah. It's almost like and I don't want this to be taken wrong, but we got a lot of fence guys watching. They probably understand somebody who pays for their fence with their tax return. They act different than someone who budgeted plan for the fence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they might get five, 10 grand back, eight grand back, and they're going to spend four or five on a fence. But then they feel like they're spending 20 yeah. because they're not used to having that much money. Right. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that about people who, yeah, I'm going to use my tax return and those people are getting a $4,000 fence and they act like they're paying 20 grand for it. Yeah. We're starting to get customers and I'm seeing that they're starting to act like they're using their tax return. They have that same thought process. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying, The dollar to them is worth more than what it really is worth. And it's because of what they're listening to and what they're doing. Um, and, and they're, they're they're starting to act out what they're hearing Mm -hmm. because they're watching the news or they're listening to top radio or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the other thing was, is, uh, you know, I talked to Ryan, the consultant today and he said, look, man, we got trends that go forever. You know, I think he spends almost two million a year in Google Ads, and he's like, "We're seeing the traffic slow down. You know, Mm -hmm. the traffic is slowing down. We see the numbers are dipping. It, we feel it might be something funny happened, and we don't know, but we feel like we're on the cuff of it. Do I want to hear that? No. Do I want to hear that? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I, I have to. Yeah. So we're watching things close and. That's the reason why um, we anticipated about a 10% drop in sales this year. And some people are like, man, 10%? Or was it maybe 15? I think it was 15%. I'm sorry. 15% drop in sales. And um, some people were giving me a hard time about it. But dude, it's a win-win. If I brace for it and I don't have it, I'm like, shit, I'm going to do 15% more this year. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a win-win for me. So we implemented a uh, stain. I just got my uh, first order of stain in today. Fifty, I think we got fifty-five gallon buckets in today. Mm. Yeah, dude. I want all. I want all in. But guess what? I just sold six five-gallon buckets of pecan, and I got uh, I got nine buckets of sequoia. You know, it's like I'm ready to place another order already. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And um, we've been utilizing uh, some marketing strategies to boost that you know and it, it the more you can offer the customer and be that one-stop shop i think the better off you're gonna be yeah um you know we sold a job uh, dylan sold a job lady used us because we had postmasters right she moved here from uh houston she's like i know what hurricanes are about I loved your website. First thing was, I loved your website. It was so Mm user-friendly. I was like, I hope you stayed on there a long time. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, she goes, your website was user-friendly. You were the only one in the region offering Postmasters, which, have you know, withstand winds up to 70 mile an hour, tropical storm force winds. She goes, you were the only company that offered fame and financing. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like $24,949. Yeah, $24, she financed the whole thing. We're tearing out the old fence, putting in a six-foot seater, postmaster fence, capping the entire thing, and we're um, staining it. Um, so before that, the job was only like 20000 Well, then she goes ahead and hits us with, well, y'all are the only ones that are willing to take my Old aluminum fence, because the original owner had an aluminum fence up and redo it, put it in the back. Why? Well, we use diggers, courtyard, DSI, whatever the hell you want to call it, aluminum. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred bucks for me to send them measurements and they'll route on my posts, whatever I want. So we're going to cut all the posts down, reuse the panels, and we're ordering from, uh, from diggers the posts that we need because we can't figure, nobody can figure out. With brand aluminum, it was. So with the, all that being said, I have started years ago locking in dealerships. Like for example, Postmaster. I'm the preferred dealer in my area. Courtyard diggers aluminum. I'm the preferred deal in my area. If you want to buy it, you gotta buy it through me. Mm-hmm. Now, now I got stain and seal. Expert stain and seal. So it's just another way to get in front of your competition.
1: It's uh, it's also like look at the relationships you built, like with diggers, right? Now you know they can you punch those posts. You got that. You got Caleb in your back pocket. You're the New Orleans guy, dude. On expert seating seal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, we can go down the line, you got a finance guy. You like you're a, like you said a one stop shop. Um, that's where we kind of came from, uh, or kind of going full circle. Like this year, I really nailed that down. Um, you know, we offer financing through a local credit union, super easy and yada yada yada. Um, so I, I feel um, I always gotta say like one step ahead of the competition, right? Um, and, yeah. and I feel like. Like just like you, like you're like ten steps probably ahead of the next guy. I, there's probably no one you know in your in your market that's even touching you, right? Like, and, and like starting with the website, right? You got them with that. Then you got them with the financing. Then you got them with the stain. And you got them with diggers. Like no one else is going to do that. But you built relationship a relate the relationships needed to do that.
2: Yeah, one of my salesmen uh, told me Monday, I think it was. He said, "You know, Dan, these guys come in here and they're talking about." It was my Home Depot salesman. He said, these guys come in they're like, man, check out this boat I bought. Check out this truck I bought. Check out this hunting lease that, I'm, that I got. He goes, and what are you doing? He's like, hey, check out. I bought a new truck and wrapped it. Hey, check this out. I just, mm-hmm. I'm stocking stain. He, he goes, and that's the reason why you're uh, you're ahead of the game.
1: Um, real quick, Dan, I got a question in here from Northwoods customs. Um, how would you recommend I start a financing program for my customers without putting myself in danger of not getting paid?
2: Oh, that's simple, man. They've got tons of finance companies out there. I'm using sunlight financial and it's working great for me. There's other companies out there. Um, there's another one that keeps beating down my door. I can't think of the name of The one David Gatto uses, yeah. I'm happy with Sunlight, it's working for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's financing, there's financing, right? <clears throat> well, I've also got a second finance company I use, so when I'm talking to these people, I'm taking down notes. I got a little cheat sheet whenever a finance company, whenever a finance deal comes up, and as I'm I don't I don't send the customer to go put everything in. Mm-hmm. i like, hey, we can do this over the phone. Because now it gives me an opportunity, because it takes about 10, 15 minutes to do it, to form a little mini relationship with the customer. <clears throat> and as I'm filling out the, the, their information online, I'm writing down the information I need for my other finance company. Mm-hmm. Then if they get denied, I'm like, oh well, it looks like we were denied through Sunlight Financial. But let me go ahead and get this information over to our secondary uh, our secondary finance company. And it makes them feel like, oh, okay, but they yeah. don't realize I broke down their stuff. I shoot it in an email to a totally different finance company right here in town that's gonna charge them more interest.
1: But they might get finance.
2: But they're going exactly. Now, what is the problem with using those guys? They get them financed and they can take that money and mm-hmm. go go on a cruise. With Sunlight Financial, that doesn't happen. I'm able to get a thirty percent draw and the money comes straight to me. So if I get ten people denied, five of them get approved through the secondary financing, and only three of on them by the fence, there's three more jobs that I got that I wouldn't have had. Who cares about the two that ran off with the money?
1: Yeah. Um so, I, yeah. And, and, um, so financing has been kind of a hot topic here, I would say. This is one of the hotter topics of 2023. And Alan Bolding jumped on here. Um, he's down in OKC. So, he gave me the idea of a local credit union. So, I called my local credit union. I actually, um, he was a younger brother of one of the guys I, I grew up with. And he's like, yeah, we don't offer anything. Well, another one approached us. He actually approached us several years ago and it kind of came back through again. And long story short is it's a link. I can text them or email them, or I can take the info. I don't take the info, but I can shoot it to them. They can, as long as they get it by 2 PM, I think they can get them an answer the same day. And that credit union gives me a hundred percent of that, of the project, um, job, the money right away. The customer doesn't see it. So do they, do they charge you a deal with me? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's it's a marine credit union is what it is. Um, okay. And uh, marine, as
2: in boating, or
1: yes, like it's it's. So, I don't know. Uh, so they're local to me. Um, I don't use them. Uh, oh, I'm so drawing
2: You them. don't even you don't even use them, but no. you're able to use them for finance? Yeah,
1: and and oh, so this is yeah. So they're on the Iowa side, and they're in the county south of me. So on my Illinois customers. Technically can't use them, but if they have a family member in the Iowa side or work on the Iowa side, which everyone does where I'm at because everyone jumps the river, it's just like a sister city, they can get them financed. So it's like the grayest area ever, but no matter what, they can get financed. And they cut us a check right away, right into our account. So, um, And they're super easy to work with. So, um, Dan, I didn't, don't get charged any fees, plus I get paid a percentage. So that's from Alan Is Bolding. That, okay.
2: Yeah, I need to look into that, man.
1: Yeah, so that's I wanted but to use my super local credit I, union, but they wouldn't. They I, didn't do that.
2: Yeah, I don't pay a percentage when I use that. Uh, the, actually, I never pay a percentage. Yeah, the way the way the way I, the way I run my loans through Sunlight, mm-hmm. I don't let them choose what loan they want.
1: Um, Excuse me. Let's uh, let's switch gears I, here real quick, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, yard signs. Are you still doing yard signs? Uh, are you getting good return on that? I don't know
0: that. Yeah.
1: Hold on, I got this uh the little box is starting to talk. The little thing. Well, you know what I'm saying? Answer. Yes. Hey Alexa. No, you can't hear. Uh um <laughs> uh so yard signs, are you still doing that? Are you getting returns on it? Are you doing it for staining, fencing? What are you using it for?
2: Dan, I just want to let you know something. If I ever come to your house,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna walk around your house and go, Alexa, send an alarm for two thirty AM.
1: <laughs> well i'm i'm typically up at that time anyways and that's like my my time to go to the bathroom and then i'm up at like four o'clock 4 15 then i'm out of bed at 4 20 so it wouldn't be the end of the world for me now if you set it at like uh 9 30 i'd be in bed for about half hour 45 minutes then i'd be more upset so
2: <laughs> anyway um yeah man we're using yard signs and it's working um you know they, they've always worked i just got back to it because I thought I didn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and Ryan, the consultant was like, what, you you're too good for yard signs? I'm like, well, no, I mean, I've been there, done that, built my business. He goes, yeah. uh, well, you're not building a business anymore. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a business. All right. Get you some yard signs. Um, yeah, they work, man. It's nice. Um, I had a customer today. She was complaining. I don't know what the problem was because she wasn't being very, um, uh, she wasn't explaining it very well, but she goes, well, I see y'all doing the fence down the street. They got a yard sign. Can you get those guys just to come by? I'm like, well, actually they're starting that job today. I'll get them to swing by. So the guys went by that took care of whatever her mm-hmm. issues were, and, you know, but it's, she was one of those, thought her dollar was worth $5. Yeah. You know, from the chatter that I heard a little bit in the, uh, in the company uh, group chat that we had with, with the crew app, it was just some you know petty little stuff, but it, it seems like those petty things are more and more right now. Yeah, they're paying close attention. They're paying closer attention to how their money
1: is spent. I yeah, I uh, I, I agree. Um, but man, things are yeah, I agree with that. Um, my customers are are so so we're middle class for sure maybe a little on the lower end so i'm like running the mill chain link backyard um that's like our go-to okay. so but yeah when we get into the wood world you know because when we do wood we do a lot of wood at once and man i guess i'm just like uh i know what we're gonna get the phone calls you know like you know what i'm saying like and you even though you run through that spiel it's wood you should stain it and it's gonna do this this mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. you still get it like um real quick dan i want to show you uh I got some door hangers. Benji made me. I want and then I want to. Sh- oh, really? I want to show you my my logo and stuff. I know you've seen the new one, but dude, look at this. Uh, look at this freaking door hanger.
2: Man, that door hanger is big. It looks like a whole piece of paper.
1: Well, I printed it out for you. I don't got it. And then he's got the colors. <laughs> he's got the colors on the backside. Uh-huh. I was hoping he was watching. And then uh, hold on, I got a, something special for you, dude. Something super but, so special. That, that's that's just the stain. That's a stain one. Stain only stain only yep and it's okay. in the market that um, that I want to uh, to work in that we don't work in but I, I want to stain in because um, they're a, a, like your market predominantly wood. and then look at you've seen the river city f- f- uh, fence fence logo right
2: I like it dude it almost looks like a badge like a dude it's stamp of approval
1: and yeah, showed uh, me that yeah I remember I saw it before you I was like dude, yeah you see this and then like this right here we have these little things in concrete around our city because we're on the river. So it's like this is like in our is it backwards? I'm sorry, Alan. I'm not a, a tattooed, but this anyways mimics uh it's like part of our city. And let me let me show you this. So real quick, I needed a stain logo, and I'm like Benji, I need you to do something quick for me. And then boom, look at this dude. He put the brush where the chain link was in stain company. Okay, how sweet is that? And then what I got me
2: for, for a quick turnaround,
1: dude, for like two hours, not even two hours. I don't know how long it was. And I got something special for you, Dan. I got something oh. special for you, Dan. <laughs> I got ta- 64 box of, of crayon. No, it's, it? it's better. I talked to Benji today and I'm like, cause I have this problem with this web, my old website, dude, it's been a fiasco. Benji, thank you so much. But, uh, then he was like, I'm like, dude, get me some dirt. On Dan Block, <laughs> I'm like I need some dirt. He's coming Benji. on. IG live. Be
2: careful. You and
1: be careful. And then, uh, dude, I'm just gonna hold it up. So anybody, uh, I'm just gonna hold it up. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. <laughs> Boom. Ready. Is that the Fence yeah. King logo? <laughs> this dude, is... I get. I've had like
2: over the years. I've had like maybe, what? Well, not over the years. I've only had the logo since 2019. Yeah, and. I've only had about five people mention that. I've had more people say my logo looks like Jesus. Oh my I'm like, what? So when they tell me that I'm like, Oh yes. Yes. Have a blessed day. Amen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well yeah, he told me that. He's like, What's it called? Frylock? I don't. I've never even seen that guy before. So it's on it a, some kind it, of show or something. It's from Adult Swim, which is I don't know if that's still airing or it's back in the day. He's like, he's like, dude, Google Frylock, and I Google it, and I this pulled up, and I'm like, Benji, <laughs> literally, he was on speaker, I was printing it while while he told me, I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta pull that up. I'm gonna. Freaking dude, that's awesome. I was like, so thank you, that's Benji. Awesome. Uh, so, let's, so wait, wait, I got a question about
2: this stain. Man, yep. how, how are you doing this stain? Are you selling it beforehand?
1: I now every wood fence that goes out, we offer that price as an option in our proposal. Uh-huh. Um, when I'm selling, I typically bid the wood job, so I instantly am pumping it right away. Um, and if I don't get them, if they're on the fence, then I just try to sell them the same, sell them the stain at worst. Um, and then when we do the fence, I will bring some like peak pecans popular for us. I push that heavy. Um, I will bring in like some stained boards, some stained cedar boards and be like, hey, your fence could look like this. And if you know what I'm saying, so I try it different ways, but that's how I usually get them. Um, cause usually when, uh, I always say when they're hot, when the when the fence is up and they're super excited, that's when you want to nail them with the stain uh and have the price and have your little color wheel all ready to rock and roll. So that's what's I've had best so, luck in. I know a
2: lot of people do that. Um but we're not we're not going that route. We're not going that route. Um especially right now. Especially with people watching their dollar so close. Mm-hmm. They're gonna see these quotes, and then it's gonna be, oh man, you know, that guy's much cheaper than Fence King because he's. But they're not realizing. Well, that's really not the whole price. You have got two quotes here, or three quotes, or whatever. Yeah. So <clears throat> what we're doing is is we're sealing the deal, getting the contracts on, building the fence, and then saying, hey, you want to protect your investment? Mm-hmm. How about some stain? Yeah. That's how we're approaching it.
1: So maybe that's that's how I have been doing it um, in the past. This year, I've just started doing it like that, and we've had okay luck with it. Um, we haven't bid. Wood is so hit and miss with us. It's either we're super heavy in it or it's nothing. And year, the last two years, we've been crazy heavy, and part of that is just because we couldn't get vinyl. Um, so people are like, I still want a fence, I still want a privacy fence, so give me a wood fence. So then I, I get them with the, the stain there. But uh, but that's I like your idea. That's how I like to do it.
2: Yeah, because it's a shot. So they're going to go with Billy Joe Bob or ABC fence because his quotes fifty five hundred and your quote might be fifty five hundred also. But they're looking at that total price that might be eighty five now. And you lose the job because you gave them too much info in the beginning.
1: Yeah, that's just I, the I way agree. I think. Yeah, and, and I you I know? think that too um, because yeah th- they're um yeah they're going to be sticker shocked no matter what probably um mm-hmm. or, or get a little bit and uh, throwing something else on like now they're saying I need this too like one of those things um then you you, you know you, they get a uh, they get scared they get you know what I'm saying well, um,
2: well the, the thing is and then it's overload so. Yes. You have to know your. You have to know your audience. You have to know your, not your audience, but where where the economy is. Mm-hmm. When the economy is good, you can razzle and dazzle with, with stuff. Like I don't even send my warranty information, anything anymore, over with my bid, my quote. It's just a price. Yeah, it's well one page, or actually, it's two pages. Yeah, I think it's two pages with just the information that they need. Period. I don't want them getting overwhelmed with warranties and this and that. I don't want them having a single excuse to say no. Yeah. Then when I do the contract and I've already got them hooked on and sinker, then it's too late.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. You with you. So, so when I bid jobs, I do it like that, Dan, I'll, I'll email them like a price, not like a full blown proposal and stuff just to get. So a, they don't waste my time and b. Um, you know, just to get a quick, you know, cause I want that turnaround quick. And then if I can, then, especially with the wood, with the stain, then I start kind of like, like, like what you said.
2: Yeah. I see, I see, uh, that's Matt, right? JC fence North shore. JC
1: fence. Yep. Matt.
2: Yeah. Um, he said, how do you stain the ingrains on the bottom of the boards? If you wait to stain until after the fence is up? Well, it's because I use the best stain on the market and it penetrates the wood. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, uh, a, a fence board will easily be saturated through, easily. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I, I swear by that. That's something that I, I actually, um, dude, we, we pre-stained some horizontal, um, I can't remember what Auburn it was, and I picked up one of those boards today. Dude, That it is, it is so, you can tell that it's stained all the way through. Like, it is a phenomenal product, man. I just... Uh, I love it. And that's a semi solid, not even transparent, which penetrates even better. Um uh, Yeah, man.
2: We uh we're uh we're getting ready to do a farming ranch. Mm. I think it's a four board black with the two by four, no climb wire. Yeah. Um and uh the guy sent us a picture of a gate. He said, I'd really like to get something like this, but everybody I've talked to says they can't get they can't do it. And uh Dylan goes, Oh, we can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Dylan like, don't lie <laughs> to that guy. And Dylan goes, no, we can do it. He sent it over to uh, Courtyard Aluminum to Diggers. That afternoon, they came back with a schematic so they could do it. And yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be dope. I can't wait to see it. But um, anyway, uh, so we got that same job. We've got this that other big one. We just sold another one. We sold, I think we sold three jobs this week. And we're not even really pushing it hard. Mm-hmm. And I got my uh, my pre-staining machine coming.
1: Dude, you're going to change your market, man. You're going to run like two crews. you are gonna be like the next Dallas-Fort Worth market.
2: Yeah, so I'm trying to work. Or Dylan's trying to work on um, a deal where we can get you a, a, a stain fence for free. Mm. So it's a good idea that he's got. It can yeah. definitely work. So I've been working with Caleb on that and trying to make things work
1: um real here Jay rivers fence how much are y'all charging for stain i sub it out uh to a guy who does all my staining uh and he's charging me about 90 cents per square foot and i am marking it up to a dollar 20
2: okay that's a pretty good price
1: yeah i would say that's pretty good yeah.
2: yeah you can make more money on that i mean at least in my market you
1: could yeah um, and cool. staining's not hard, especially especially with expert stain seal, especially if you go to these universities that they hold for free. Whether it's the one like me and Dan went to in Nashville um, a couple months ago, or he has them all over the country. Um, I don't want to say it's airproof or employee proof, but dang, it's not rocket science and the big difference is because it's oil and it's basically pure oil so um it's nothing like the uh, the big box stores or anything like that those things are are okay but this stuff is great um i swear by it um and i love it and again i use it on my fence deck and shutters way before they sponsor this podcast or anything like that uh, Matt has some coming in. Yeah, the other stuff stinks. Yeah, it stinks, uh, smell wise, and uh, it's hard to apply. You get lap marks and stuff like that real it, easy. It's,
2: it's it's because of the uh, the VOCs it. yes, yep. And, and this, then what's what's nice about not having VOCs in the expert stain and seal is you won't have flash drying. Right. When it's when in the middle of summer. Right.
1: That's what's big. That's the biggest thing. Like you see, there's one itty bitty fence job I tried to stain, but then they sold the house. we we'll put it on the market. So they stained it real quick. It's only like two sections. And man, dude, it like it looks bad. And our stuff, well, so you can saturate One spot on a fence, literally saturate it with a sprayer until it's running off, and then you can just stay in a board right next to it normal, and that blends beautifully, and you'll never know. Um, I swear by it, guys. Um, And then when you stay in a fence and you get enough saturation, it literally will bleed through the other side. So like what Matt from JC Fence was saying, um, how do you know the end pick into the board? Is stained because it literally will soak through it. And Caleb has like the two by four example he always does. Dude, he'll just stain one side and he'll cut it in half. And you just see that stain soaking through a two by four, a rough sawn cedar two by four. So it's uh it's a phenomenal product, I swear by it. Um yeah. but Dan, man, anything else, dude? Uh we'll try to wrap this up. I know you're not feeling good. We're forty minutes in already. But uh what else you have for the the listeners here?
2: What else? I don't know, man. Um I got a show dropping next Wednesday where we talk about Dan Will, and I think everybody would like that. Me yeah. and Joe Everest. I want to hear
1: that before you drop it, Dan.
2: No, uh-uh. nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't even. Uh, I won't even bring up uh, Dan Blank controversy. Dan Blanc here the last couple of weeks. That's a dead horse. <laughs> we won't beat it anymore. But if you, hey man, it's you this guy it. down here that's uh, creating the uh, ruckus in the fence world. Hey,
2: it's not about creating a ruckus, man. Sometimes. You know, you you got to uh, you gotta say what's got to be said. And I think we have the voice to say it. And as of right now, none of the associations are really um, latching on to the guys that are out there. Reaching a different, um, you know, demographic. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't even think, man. So, you know what? How about we throw a post up on Facebook? get some shit stirred up, get people riled up. And now the associations, they're going to do one or two things. They're going to be like, you know, F that guy. Oh, they're going to say, Hey, you know what? Maybe we need to get that guy's ear mm-hmm. and having on our side and maybe start having a relationship with the people like me, you and Joe and others, you know, Mark and all those guys, and Sean, they're out there doing what we're doing. Yeah. So, you know, um, Yeah, I had a little controversy. Shit happens, but it was good for business.
1: Yeah. Another all the way around. Springer Fences and Decks, they, up in Canada, these guys are, Canada, I got a lot of following up there, Dan. Um, one other thing, let's plug uh, the FWA, the Fence Workers Association, Brian Fredrickson, is how you pronounce his last name, Dan Block, not Fred Aluminum, uh, Tin Can, or whatever you call him. Uh, Fred, Fred Aluminum. Uh, so, was that August 23rd through the 25th, Las Vegas, you're going to be there, right? Yeah, I'll be there. Are you going to be there?
2: Yeah, I should be there, yep. Yeah, um... You know why I call him Fred Aluminum, right?
1: Because you can't say Fredrickson?
2: <laughs> no, I can say Fred Fredrickson, but they spell it differently here in the South. So when I see his name, I get all, my brain just is like, what the hell am I looking at? <laughs> <Yeah>. and, and, <laughs> and then my, my mouth just doesn't work. Yeah, so, yeah it's, Fred, it's Fred Aluminum. Well, you know, Justin, the um, the same guy, which is his last name, Justin. nonsense. Yeah, I can't say his last name either. So I just call him Justin Magnesium.
1: Dude, I can't. I think it's, it's I I know how to. I know what it sounds like, but I can't pronounce it. Just like Matt from JC Fence. His last name is... I'm not going to butcher it. I butchered his wife's name on the podcast, man. I had it right in front of me on my screen and I'm going through my, you know, my, my intro and I'm like, Oh my God, it's just glaring at me. It's like, I'm like, don't screw this up. And I screwed it up like 15 times. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is so bad. Um, but yeah, I'm horrible at it. Um, not everybody can have a great name like Dan, right, Dan?
2: That's right, Dan.
1: (laughs) All right, Dan, tell, uh, (laughs) tell the listeners where they can find the podcast, my fence life and all that stuff.
2: Man, you can find us everywhere. Anywhere you listen and, and absorb your, uh, your media, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on 27 podcast platforms. Of course, all the popular ones, Apple, mm-hmm. Spotify, Google, Deezer, wherever. Wherever you absorb your information at, man. Awesome. That's where we're at. And we do a live show every Wednesday night on Facebook, on our Facebook page. And yeah, it's, it's good times, man. It it is. We're having having a lot of fun.
1: Real quick, Dan, last question, then I'll let you be. Uh, In five seconds or less, where do you see fence social media in three years?
2: I think there's going to be more and more people like us. I think, you know how we look at Joe? He's like the godfather. You know what I mean? people are going to start calling us Joe's disciples, you
0: know?
1: (laughs) I wouldn't take you as a religious guy, Dan, but... (laughs) Uh, I'm not. I'm far from it.
2: (laughs) That's why Matt gives me a hard time.
1: Uh, Man, yeah, I listened... uh, So that show drops tomorrow, right, Matt's show?
2: Yeah, it drops in the morning, and Matt Matt made me put in his bio that he's a big fan of uh, JC. Yeah,
1: he said JC like 500 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost like he's yeah. like he gets like a nickel every time he says JC. Man, he need a, he he would need a tube sock to carry all the nickels, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dan. Thanks so much for coming on, dude. Uh, feel better. I'll call you like fifteen times tomorrow. And uh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> all right, dude. Thanks for hopping on. Hey, no problem, man. Keep on fencing.
0: You've been listening to my fence life. Yes, we like to have fun